I'm asking this question because I'm talking and thinking about procedure, procedures in games. Hey Colin, Spencer here. Hope all's going well with you. Procedures of play, yeah, I really appreciate seeing stuff like that in rule books, you know, um, kind of whether it's uh, bullet points or a flow chart. Who doesn't love a flow chart? Yeah, I, I like seeing things presented like that, and I certainly think it would indis be indispensable for someone like me possibly starting out as a GM and just, you know, making sure things run smoothly and that you're not getting to the end of a session and thinking, oh, I completely forgot about that. At this point in the podcast, I'd just like to interrupt my callers to thank them for their valuable contributions. Couldn't do it without these folks. First, we heard from Spencer, a.k.a. Free For All of the magnificent keep off the borderlands and my old buddy coming up next jason connolly of nerds rpg variety cast i'm then gonna well drone on a little bit with some dodgy audio as i drive along in my van talking some more about procedures and then finish up the episode with a call from bj also known as the arcane alienist check his podcast out if you're not already Cheers, guys. Yeah, I think procedures are very useful. I, I think the key is don't feel hamstrung by them, right? Don't feel you have to use them every time, but having them there as a fallback or as a, you know, something you normally use is great. Just understand you can deviate from them if you wish to. But no, I, I see no negative to having set out procedures for these things. And I think it takes a lot of that DM prep and a lot of that um, weight off the DM shoulders. So so I see a lot of bonus there. And I also think it's interesting the parallel you drew between the more procedures you have, the closer you get to that GM-less game. Um, although most of us like GMing enough, I, I, I wonder if we really want that GM-less game. I, I hesitate to say Andy Goodman may not because he likes playing, be, being, you know, being involved much more the whole time, right? But that said... Really enjoying your podcast. Thank you for taking the time to put that out. I know you've got a lot going on in your life, so it's very much appreciated. Hang in there, and we'll talk to you soon. If our system is a set of procedures, each of these procedures having associated rules, perhaps, do we need predetermined system that we take off the peg and try and fit onto our group if the group is the user couldn't we just talk to the user about the types of things they want to do the types of things they enjoy so the the procedures and then match match the two together and what you end up with is a bespoke set of procedures of play that form a custom system that has been 
chosen or selected by those involved. It strikes me that that is basically something that a lot of us are dabbling with. We're, we're, I think we're sailing very close to those waters with lighter rule sets and home brewing. Is there any meat on this bone? I think there is. I think there is. Hey Colin, it's BJ. Uh, just listened to your latest episode on procedures and, and you were mentioning the, the Dungeon Master's Guide and I think what's interesting is in first edition, you had to have the Dungeon Master's Guide to play. It had the, the hit tables. There were, there were things about how to play referenced in the player's handbook that appeared in the Dungeon Master's Guide. But then in later edition, they started porting all that critical information over to the player's handbook so that the Dungeon Master's Guide is essentially now, to me, a series of options. I know it's hard to play without it because it has the all the you know like the treasure tables and the... the um, descriptions of all the magic items, but technically you can play without it just with the player's handbook and the monster's manual uh, and, and published or self-made adventures. There's nothing in the DMG that is absolutely essential. It's all just a collection of options at this point. So, good point. And that, as they say, is a wrap. Big thanks goes out to you, the listener, for taking a bit of time out of your day to listen to old Spike Pit. Take care, and I'll catch you later.